Hello, ladies and gents, here with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rama, And due to popular demand, I'm here on TLT again. It went down really well last week, uh, the TLT potty. So I've decided just to do a little afternoon, quick one, uh, covering, you know, team ins and outs, the most sold and bought and what I think about them. Um, and just some of the big questions, I guess, for, for the round. Um, look, this TLT is probably headlined by the big losses of two major premium players in PAPS uh, and Cameron Murray um, for extended periods. Now, we're waiting to hear back, obviously, um, a time frame, you know, rock solid on both of them, but we're looking like, you know, at least four weeks, I think, for Cameron Murray and three to six, I think, four to six for Pappenhausen, who, um, you know, that's a long time. So we're going to answer questions about that uh, further down, but I want to go through the team list to kick off the podcast um, and, you know, the major ins and outs from each team. Uh, we'll kick it off with the dogs. There's nothing important. Nothing, you know, the dogs are a team that's going to be playing in that first buy. Uh, but for me, the only person that's interesting at a wall in any way, shape, or form is TPJ. Um, and look, there's no real team changes that of note for super coach purposes. Um, over to the Knights, Barnett is back after his big long suspension. Um, Clune comes uh, back in after a week out with, uh, you know, into the seven, um, which sees Crossland go back to the 14. Now, you'll remember me talking last week about when you can play Randall and when you can't. And obviously, because Crossland was named in the halves last week, you could play uh, Randall comfortably, and he got a big score, I think 70s or something last week, um, playing the full 80. That's in danger this week. Now, it should be you know, remarked that there's a chance um, that Crossland comes in and spells in 13 because they still don't have um, old mate glue hands. What's his name? Kurt Mann, that's it. Is he's still not named? So Thompson is starting at thirteen, like he did last week. And there's every chance that Crossland, you know, comes on and plays some minutes at thirteen rather than spelling Randall at hooker. But you must realise that there's still a chance that you'll come in uh, and spell uh, Randall at the nine. And in that event, you could lose 20 minutes from Randall. So I'm not going to recommend playing Randall this week, but you can maybe get lucky if Crossland goes on and covers in, um, you know, in the 13. Um, no Frizzell, uh, no Gagai. There was rumours that they'd be good to go this week, but they're not. Uh, on to the Seagulls, Burbo. One of the big talking points of the week he has been named at centre. Um, Bullymore you know, holds on to the second row forward spot because Schuster is not in this week. I heard a little rumour that he might be good to go this week, but apparently it's still weeks. So Bullymore stays in the second row. Oh, Homoli is back in the second row as well. So there's your two second rowers. And Burbo has jagged the centre spot over Harper, who we know was out of favour there. Um, Davey comes in on the bench. So we'll answer that question about Burbo as a buy because obviously, you know, the um, Seagulls played around 13. He got that big 100 last week, so that's going to be in his rolling average. Um, and, you know, he was really good last week. So it's it's a question for people to you know, ask and get an answer to. Um, moving over to the Broncos, Haas is back. A big in for them. Capewell is back also. That means Carrigan goes back to lock. Hetherington, Hetherington goes to the bench. Um, Turpin and Robardi are in the extended bench. I don't know. Um, you know, I know people bought Pakes. So, you know, I don't know. I think Turpin is on the outer, you know, at the Broncos, but we'll have to, you know, you could get a 
<laughs> you could get a surprise if he comes in and takes some of um, Pakes's minutes because we've already got. To, I think they're going to just probably stay with, um, you know, Walters. I think so. You know, I don't know if it's a huge danger from Turpin, but we'll wait and see. Um, the Warriors, big big news for them is Tohu's back straight into the uh, starting lineup. Some real loose Cowboys out there will probably, you know, go Murray to Tohu. I could not recommend that. He's obviously coming back after a big long stint out with an ACL. I don't know if I could do it. Um, there's probably you know, a temptation because he's going to play that round 13 because we know the Warriors play that round. I'd like to get a look at him. I mean, if you don't have to sell Murray and you've got good uh, depth in your second row forward, maybe you get a look at Tohu this week and see what his minutes are like. And, you know, maybe you can bring him in right on round 13. I don't know, but I wouldn't do it straight away. Um, Montoya comes back to the wing, so Pompey's out to center and Berry drops out to the extended bench. Aiken, which is a big super coach relevant player for people, has been named. He looked like he was in Disneyland last week. It surprises me. Maybe I think it's a decent enough turnaround. So maybe he's good to go. But that would be one to keep a close eye on to see if he does drop out. Um, but he's named uh, as of this uh, point in time. Volkman and Lusik, the new acquisitions there by the Warriors, are also on the extended bench. Um, you know, we'll... You'll have to wait and see if they come in, but um, that'll be an interesting watch. Um, the Rabbitohs, Murray, the big news on Murray. Oh, he's been such a good own. I personally own Murray. Um, this year, he's been one of the highest averaging, you know, second row forwards. Puts him down his origin campaign, probably, doesn't it? You know, or he's definitely not going to make it back in time for the first one, is he? Um and, you know, we'll talk about that when we go. Let's say, reckon, four weeks. We've got to wait to hear back on the scan results, I guess. Um, host goes back to the second row forward, and Arrow goes to lock. Now, that a lot of people are selling Arrow, and people I'm getting a lot of questions to the old socials. Should I sell Arrow? Absolutely not. I think he's a hold now, because he's in his preferred position. He'll probably get an uptick in minutes because there's no Murray there. Um, Cody has been named captain. And another big news um, <laughs> point in that um, Rabbitohs team is Tass has been dropped. Popular cheapy, and, uh, you know, he's been dropped, which is a real dagger, um, unfortunately, because, uh, you know, he was a popular cheapy. Jackson Paulo um, takes his spot. Uh, and new uh, member of the South squad, Cody Nicarima, comes straight in t- uh, on the bench. There at the Rabbitohs. Um, so there you go. That's the Rabbitohs news. Um, Titans, some big changes there. Campbell's back to fullback. Uh, Brimson goes into the six. So Will Smith is out. Um, Sammy's back on the wing. Izako goes to a wing and uh, they dropped Marju. I think that's bloody lunacy. I think he's losing the plot over there. Coach, big time. Thompson is out as well. Um, Masters is in the centres and Herbert's out. Proctor's dumped and Lugo, Isaac Liu goes to second row. It's He's he's losing his marbles over there, big time. Um, the Dragons have got the same 17 as last week. The Storm, the big news is Pappenhausen is out. Um, four to six weeks, it's no good. Um, Remus is obviously out as well with that peck. Meany goes to fullback. Um, there's been some questions through the socials on Meany. We'll answer that later. Seve uh, is going to go into the centres, and Le- uh, Heremiah is going to go on to the wing. Uh, over to the Panthers, Sorensen's in, and that uh, kicks Eisenhuth out uh, to the extended. On the Sharks side of things, Ramian and Kennedy obviously suspended. So Hines... Goes to fullback. Um, Trindle comes in in the halfback spot. 
Um, Mate, what I've seen of Trindle in first grade this week. I hope that doesn't ruin the Sharks because he's been no good. Um, Tracy's into the centres. Uh, McInnes is back to the bench. People who bought McInnes hoping you get a starting spot in that team are probably kicking themselves because um, Finucane's back at lock. Uh, over the Raiders, uh, Sebastian Chris comes in to cover Croker, who... Uh, well, it was good news. It's only going to be a few weeks and not a season ender, which is really good. Um, and that brings Savage in onto the bench. Uh, for the Roosters, Watson's in at nine to cover Verrills, who's out long term. Takiaho starts. He's been one of their best, I think. Um, and Collins is out suspended. Um, no sign of Billy Smith. Not Last week, he was in the extended bench and he's nowhere to be seen this week. It worries me. It worries me big time because, um, you know, I'm in hope. I'm holding him to try to see if I get a number for round 13. But he's just sitting there, suspended in time. Um, the Eels, the same side as last week, but Russell is back from his injury, the long uh, layoff there, and he's in the extended bench um, with Arthur and Rain as well, uh, who have come back in onto the extended bench. The Tigers, Luciano's back. So Seafarth goes to the bench and McKaylee is out. The Cowboys have got the same side as last week. And why would you change it? They're going bloody awesome. Now, ordinarily, I would go into the most sold and the most traded in players. But let's answer some of the big questions first, because I think it's going to be you know, reflected in the sells and the buys this week. Um, the big questions that are coming through to me is Murray and Paps, you know, are they holds or are they sells? Look, you cannot hold... 930k on the bench for four weeks. You've got to sell Pappenhausen and Murray, you know, worth 703,000. They're too high a price to hold on uh, your bench and, you know, you're losing too much out of your side. So, yes, in my opinion, they're huge sells. Um, look, options, you know, when it comes to Paps, he's averaging 96.2. So, my answer to people on who do you trade Paps for, it's got to be one of these guys that averages well enough, you know. Uh, to be comparable, you know, because there's no muckering around in the fullback position. These are the guys who can go 150s and close to 200s. We've been seeing that, you know, Nico Hines is available in the fullback position. We saw a 180-something last week. His average is 93.7. So the answer of who could you sell Paps to? Hines, absolutely. He's available in fullback. He's actually playing fullback this week. His average is 93.7 compared to Paps. And I think that's the real logical move to go to Hines. Um, Drinkwater was a popular buy last week. I think you've probably missed one of his good two matchups before he goes into hard matchups. But he's averaging 85.2. Now that's a bit left field. Um, I'm skipping drink water personally myself, but he has been amazing. And if you're a real cowboy and you like, well, literally, you know, he played for the Cowboys, but you could possibly go him. He's at his averages in the ballpark, but just remember he's coming up to those two hard games. If you don't own Teddy, um, Teddy's averaging 72.1, tunned up nicely last week, and he looks to me like he could ton up almost every game. It's back to the Teddy we know and love. Um, he is going into an origin campaign, though. So, you know, uh, you're getting rid of Paps. Are you going to bring in Teddy, who you're going to lose to origin soon? 
Um, you know, it's not the worst matchup this week. It's you know the Eels are a good team, but I still think that Teddy B he's kind of a matchup proof person. If you're someone that um, had Pappenhausen and Taff in your fullback position, I think you've got to take a premium fullback. You know, from Pap. So it's got to be Hines. It's got to be Teddy got to be turbo in my opinion because you can't go too cheap you can't go cheap it's one of those things we say don't even go cheap at all in the fullback position because these are the guys that can absolutely ruin your season you know they go big 150s and you have them as a captain there's 300 points people who captain Hines last week 360 points so if you're if you already had one cheap year in Taff in your fullback position and now you've lost perhaps you have to go a premium in my opinion you can't go another cheapie and in that uh you know, I know Drinkwater's averaging 85.2, but I don't consider him to be one of those premiums. For me, it'd be Teddy or Turbo or Hines um, as a replacement for, uh, you know, for, for, for Paps. Unfortunately, um, that's my only thought. You know, I don't think you can go anywhere else. Um, if you already had a Teddy in there and you had a Teddy and Paps, you know, you can get a little bit more creative, I guess. Um as for Murray, um, look, there's not a lot of options really in second row forward. Me, I haven't got Lolo yet, and it's probably where I'm going to go because I, I was going to get Lolo next week. I was going to bring him in to pump up the round 13 numbers. Lolo someone I'm happy to hold as a 19th, 20th player for the rest of the year. Um, and look, I'm going to probably just go Murray to Lolo. It's going to be a forced trade. I'm not going to hold 700 on the bench. Uh, it's a real pity because I love Murray, but it's just what's going to have to happen. Um, look, other options are IPAP. Obviously, he's dual. If you didn't have an IPAP already, um, he's 795. He's a little dearer. But if you didn't have a, an IPAP, I think it's a perfect time to probably go him. He's not around 13, but he is the second buy. And I think it could be the time to go the, you know, flip the go switch on him. Um, Talakai is somebody I think is at his peak. Uh, you know, and I wouldn't be bringing him in. His average is 75.1, which is in the ballpark to Murray. But obviously, you know, I think he's his peak. And I think he's going to go down. So I wouldn't be bringing him in now. Pamoli, 67.6 average. We know he plays that first by... Um, I would be reluctant. I'm an old, I'm a Hamoli owner, um, but I am a little worried about how much he scores with Turbo back in the team. You would think that it would be better, but, you know, maybe they go out the back a bit more instead of, you know, hitting the second rowers, and I'd be interested to have a look at it. Um, Kaloa Matangi, uh, 66.4. He's a buy number two. Um, you know, I'd be a little worried about him because he's fringe origin. I don't think he's going to probably go into origin uh, you know, and Souths are just being so ordinary. So I don't know how keen I'd be on that. Um, Yo, he's 65.7, but he's going to be off into origin. So that puts the kibosh on him. Another one that I've floated on my podcast on the weekend was Kikau, who's averaging 65.1 now. He has, you know, four scores of 80 plus this year. Um, he's one of those ones in that buy round number one that you probably could be a little concerned about, who has definitely got the ability to go a 100 plus. Obviously, you're going to lose probably Luai and Cleary out of that team, um, but it is still the Penrith Panthers. So I, I think for me, if you can get, uh, you already don't have an IPAP, I think that's a great option. I think, um, you know, you could go Homoli, but just be wary that it may. You may see a drop in that average. Uh, and look, if you really, you know, want to take a punt, I don't mind kick out. But um, other ones that are, you know, that are not, around, uh, you know, around 13, Maddo, 64.90s, look terrific off the bench. I'd just love him to be playing 80. Um, Wilton, 
uh, has been really good. He runs a good line, 63.4. He'd be a second by, and obviously I mentioned Lola, who's averaging 62.9, and he's going to be the one that I go to. Um, the ones, Aitken, he plays the first by 61.8. Carrigan, 62.4. We'll see what happens with him now with uh, Haas back in the team. TPJ, 60.9. I don't mind it. Um, I'm probably favouring Lolo. Um, Cotter, he's been sensational, averaging 60.7, but I think he's an origin chance, so I probably wouldn't go him. Um, Satili, what a huge uh, worry, what we saw from uh, Robbo last week with just limited minutes off the bench. I don't know if I could do it. Um, Angus, he's got to be going off to origin, I think. Uh, And Nick Cora is a little left field one who will play the second by. My picks of those might be, you know, no, I didn't think he was going to line up this week, Aiken, but, you know, Aiken probably, TPJ, um, you know, and the ones that I mentioned above. Um, Is Burbo a buy? Um, Look, he's named in centre wing, he's bottom price, and, you know, he's um, got that 100. I don't mind it as a... You know, people are saying, you know, you, you want to see and make sure that he's going to, you know, get a spot in that team. And, and you know, even though they haven't got Schuster back, he's he's taking the centre spot. Um, if you don't have other concerns, he's probably a good um, buy this week. <laughs> probably. Um, I just never thought that he was any good from what I've seen, but he looked outstanding last week. And, uh, you know, there would be a small worry that he doesn't make it to the round 13. But... Seems to be picked over Harper here. So, you know, I think people are going to bring him in and we'll have to look at the uh, traded ins. But I, I, I can get around it. I can get around it. Um, do you hold Tass and Billy Smith? Tass has obviously been dropped and it's, um, you know, unfortunate because he's. I think he's been pretty good, personally. Um, I think he's better than Jackson Paulo. But, you know, if you've got to move on, if you, people are... If you, if you're going to go him, who's not playing round 13, off to a Burbo, I can I can get around that. Uh, and Billy Smith, you know, it's a worry that he's not in that extended bench. He was in that extended bench last week. It's really cryptic. I don't know. I'm starting to lose faith, personally, in it. Um, if you've got to move on getting a Burbo um, and getting a guarantee, well, it's not fully guaranteed, but it's a, a good shout, um, you know, I can get around that as well. Um Let's move into the most sold players of the week. Ryan Pappenhausen, 25.2% of people have already got him in there as selling. You have to sell. He's worth too much money. He's 929000 You make money on a trade of Ryan Pappenhausen down to turbo. Now, I've obviously listed the people that I think is a suitable trade in for him. I think it all depended on whether you've gone cheap in your second spot in the fullback position, and if you have, it's got to be a premium, in my opinion. The thing is, is that you've they've all got you know issues because Teddy goes off to Origin. It's not an easy run for the Roosters coming up, nor is it an easy run for um, you know the Manly Seagulls. So you know there's going to be risk in taking Turbo or or um, Teddy, but I just think it's got to be a premium, in my opinion. Um, number two on the list of most sold is Isaac Targo. 5.6 people. Look, I said on my podcast there with the wonderful Tom from Supercoach365 that, look, Targo's probably looking like a sell. He is just not scoring very well. It's a hard matchup this week against the Melbourne Storm. He is losing money now. And, you know, in a perfect world, we'd love to hold him till the round 13 bye. But unfortunately, with the bleed of cash uh, and what he's scoring, I can understand why people are selling. The B this week is uh, 58. 
you know, which wouldn't see him probably lose too much money this week. And a lot of us might have other things that we need to deal with before um, getting rid of, uh, you know, old mate here. And, and look, I am probably going to hold him because I've got no other choice. I've, got, I've lost Murray and Pappenhausen this week who are worth so much money uh, and I've got to utilise it. Um, but I understand it. Kelma Tuolagi is an absolute dud. You know, he's not made, uh, you know, much money this year. He made 80k in total. Um, the BE this week is 32, which is sort of achievable, but he just doesn't look you know, like a super coach prospect for us this year. Um, people are probably going to Burbo, and look, the average is 38. Look, he's not going to hurt you if you have him there as an AE. Probably score you 30, you know, you want a, you know, want an AE of 50 or 60, ideally, but you, he's not he's not at single digits. Um, but I've not been impressed with him myself, and I can tell people are bringing in Burbo, so it makes sense. Jai Arrow is number four on that list. 3.5% of people are selling Gyro. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to condone this one. I think with Murray out and uh, Arrow going to that lock position, I think he's a hold. It's a good matchup this week, really, for them. Uh, and I think he's going to get more minutes and he's in his preferred position. Uh, he's averaging 52. Uh, you know, the BE 76. I wouldn't be surprised if he scores close to that this week. I wouldn't be selling Gyro. Um Cameron Murray, you know, 3.1%. And I'm going to be part of that um, because he's worth 700000 It's an extended period. You can't hold that on your bench. It makes sense. Talakai, um, 2.6 people, 2.6% uh, are selling. Uh, look, you know, he's got a big, big, big break even this week, 163. It's huge. Um, it's a good matchup against this Raiders, and I'm gonna. I'm, I think he could go close I mean, if if everything goes as well as it could you know, for Talakai. He can ton up definitely on on any given date. He's worth so much money, seven hundred sixty six thousand. So people are probably cashing in his value. Um, look, he's gonna. It's gonna be hard pressed getting this uh, average. You know, last week what did he finish on? You know, he finished on fifty points. Um, look. I've got bigger fish to fry. I'm going to try to hold him uh, till the round 12 when you can pick him in the centre wing. Hopefully he gets a big score and sort of keeps ticking over that score. But I understand that people are probably cashing him. Oh, I think, you know, he's not the worst hold. You know, they've got the goal, they've got Raiders this week and the Gold Coast uh, the next week. The Roosters, who haven't been too fantastic, they're slightly warming up. Then you've got New Zealand, the Gold Coast Bulldogs. I think it's a really good draw for Talakai. So if you've got bigger fish to fry, i.e. Paps and Murray now, I would probably prefer to hold Talakai. I know it's a big BE, um, but I just think it's a really good matchup this week, and I think he's a really strong play uh, this week. Schneider, um, look, 2.2% are selling Schneider. You know, in one sense, he's going to get the goal kicking back, obviously, with Croker out. The BE is 51 which I think is quite achievable. It's a pretty hard matchup, I guess, against uh, the Sharks, but in actual NRL, he hasn't looked the greatest to me in recent times. It was a 26 last week, which was his lowest score of the year. Um, you know, like uh, Ilias, like Tuolagi, he's just not going to get you up to... He's not going to get up to 500k. I don't think so. I understand why people are selling him, although he is around 13 number. But what you're going to get it off him in the, in the buy round? 30 points? I understand it. Um, Katoni Staggs, I flagged him in my podcast on Sunday as a sell. You know, it's uh, 
rocks or diamonds, isn't it, with uh, Stags? And look, I pointed out that to Tom. They're taking those two 100 scores out of his average. His average for the year is 37. And that's the thing. We really didn't expect that his floor was going to be quite as low as it's been. You know, he's got these amazing scores in there this year, for sure. You know, we got 108, 102, we've got an 82. But outside of that, the scores have been 23, 32, 36, 38, 37, and a 14 last week is really, you know, daggers, I think, for people. Uh, they're not going to play the first by um, the Broncos. The break-even is 83. Um, I think it's a pretty fair matchup this week for... Um, you know, the Broncos, I think the Seagulls will be a bit of a challenge. Um, I understand why people are selling him. And personally, I'd be getting rid of him um, if I had him, just because it's, the, you know, the, if the floor was 40, it'd be much, much better. Um, because you take out those hundreds, it's 30. And it's just, if you don't get one of these hundreds, um, you know, it's three-round average is 44. I think that's all you need to hear about um, on Stags. Um, Xavier Coates. You know, people have probably bought him in, got that big price rise, and then they're going to sell him. Um, look, he's worth 595000 The break-even's 46. If he doesn't score tries, it's very low. Um, you know, there's 45, a 60, and 87 to start the year. Then we had a 15, then we had an 18. We had the two big hundreds, and it was a 31 last week. I don't know. I don't, it's a Penrith this week, which is a hard matchup, yes. Then they go into the North Queensland Cowboys, the Seagulls, the Roosters, the Broncos. Um, you know, I just think you just have to know what you were getting when you got Coates. It was either going to be really, really low or it's going to be multiple, multiple tries, uh, you know, and he gets, you know, better scores, the big, big scores. He's kind of like an AJ type, you know, but I think AJ's improved his floor. And that's just what it's like to own coats. And it does suck when you get these low ones. But um, I don't know if I'd sell him. I'd probably just hold him. And maybe he's not a play this week. I know it's hard when it's a $595,000 player. Um, and it's Penrith, which is a hard matchup, yes. But, um, you know, I think he's he, if he gets a, a couple of tries, he's just going to keep ticking along. He's made a lot of money. Um, and he's, you know, people are probably flicking him over to someone like Garrick or something like that. Um, I, th I think probably now. Um, Brody Jones, out of that team, um, you know, he got up to 344000 I think you've got um, Barnett and Fitzy back now. So I don't know. I think he's a, definitely a sell. Moving on to the traded in, uh, Ben Travojevic, uh, as expected, is really high on that list. He's the top of the list. 16.1% of people are bringing him in. Um 188,700, he's got that nice jewel. It's a pretty good matchup against the Broncos and really uplifting as a buy prospect, the fact that Harper, you know, is out uh, and they favoured uh, Benny Trevojevic in the position. Scored 96 last week. The break-even uh, is minus 51. So I think that you've got to go now. Uh, if you wanted to grab in Burbo, you know, there's a slight worry that changes happen you know, and he doesn't get to 13, which would be ideal. You'd like to play him in round 13 against the New Zealand Warriors if you can. Uh, and like I said, I didn't really see anything from Burbo in the little bits I've seen that has made me too excited to own him for super coach purposes, but he was bloody good last week. So, you know, if if you want to go, I don't, think, I don't think it's the riskiest thing because he's so cheap and it makes sense to me that people are bringing him in. Um, it's just... 
you know, it all depends. If you're getting rid of Cam Murray for Burbo, you're probably making a whole bunch of money, I guess. But, um, you know, you want to get someone who's going to average 70s or something like that if you're going to get rid of um, Cameron Murray. Um, Nico Hines, after last week, you know, the enormous score, 8.6% of people are bringing him in. I can get around this one because I think you've got to own Nico Hines. He's worth 807000 so you were paying top dollar for him. You know, the break-even's nine, so you've got to do it this week. I think he's the best captain option of the week. He's in fullback, and people have asked me, do you think that that's going to hamper him? No, I don't. He was outstanding at the Melbourne Storm. Better, you know, he's a fullback. He's he's learned how to play halfback, and he's been exceptional. Probably better than we expected in the seven. But I think he's sensational in fullback. And my only worry is that Trindle stinks. And I hope that that doesn't overshadow the play. I hope that Nico Hines is still the man. And I hope that he's the one getting the ball when he wants it. I think he'll score. When he went to fullback last week, he he started to pile on the points. I think he's the best captain option this week. Makes sense to me that people are bringing him in. If you don't have... Him and you lose Paps, he's a perfect option, I think, to bring in. Um, James Tedesco. Look, it's a little odd to me because obviously he is going off to Origin campaign soon. Um, people are probably going to grab him. What are you going to get? You know, you're going to get a couple of rounds out of him before he goes off to Origin. It's hard matchups too. It's Parramatta, um, Enrith, and then the Sharks. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's matchup proof. Teddy. The break-even seven, you probably just, if you're a TAF owner as your second fullback, you're probably going paps across to someone like James Tedesco. So I don't hate it, um, but just realise, you know, he's obviously, you know, you're going to lose him for origin soon. Um, Tom Travojevic, 6.8% of people are bringing him in. Um, 908,000, so you save yourself 20-odd K by going Pappenhausen to Turbo. He's up against the Broncos. Um, a lot of people in chats are saying to me, I think the Broncos will aim up. I think it's a great matchup for Turbo. It's early in the round at Magic Ground as well, so I think he's a good VC option. I'll be going Paps to Turbo. Yes, he's going to go off to Origin 2, so he's not going to play that round 13 by. But for me, it's like I said, uh, if you're going to sell, I'm one of those ones that has Taff in my second fullback spot. So it's got to be a premium. It's got to be Teddy. It's got to be Turbo. It's got to be Hines. I already own Hines, and I'm tipping Turbo just because I think these couple of matchups for him, um, you know, he's a definite option. I think he's VC for sure in this round against the Broncos. Yeah, he's got Parramatta, who were great last week, but um, I don't mind that as a matchup. And then, obviously, you've got the Storm, which are um, a hard game as well. But take your pick if you want Teddy or Turbo. Um, I, I, you know, I talked to people in chat groups who brought in Turbo last week, and they were really ballsy bringing him in. They're really spewing that it's an easy way, an easy out. People obviously getting rid of Paps um, and grabbing Turbo this week. But I was probably looking at a possibility of grabbing Turbo anyway this week. I expected that he was going to come back and obviously work his way back into the game. He lost good money like we hoped he would. Um, and, you know, 908000 is much more acceptable. He lost 50k last week. Yes, the break-even this week is 130 but I think he might cover it. So I'm going to be bringing him in. Um, IPAP is number five on the list. It makes sense to me if you lose someone like Murray um, to go to IPAP. He's actually averaging more than Murray this year. And I think he's a, such a sensational player and a hold. And look, I look at it in both buys. So to me, when I'm thinking about people to bring in, yeah, Bem Turbo, you, you can take 
uh, a punt that he will, he'll obviously make money. He's been favoured ab- above Harper, and if you're lucky, he'll make it all the way to round 13. Well, Isaiah Papali is the top-scoring second-row forward, the top-scoring front-row forward. He's going to play the second by, um, you know, he scores this year, 58, 65, 94, 78, 80, 85, 123, 59, 93 last week. You're never going to regret owning IPAP. And moving across from Murray to IPAP is a sensational move. Ruben Garrick, um, 3% of people bringing him in. I brought him in last week and he tunned up. Um, I don't mind the matchup for them this week. Um, his break even is 50, so I don't know if you need to do it this week. But just remember, um, they go into some hard games after this. They've got Parramatta Eels and then the Melbourne Storm. Um, he could be an option to bring in right on round 13 because, yes, he's going to play the round 13 bye against the New Zealand Warriors, and he'll play fullback because obviously Turbo is off into origin. So I understand why people are doing it. But look, you can bring him in this week and... You know, I don't mind it. It's a good matchup for them against the Broncos. I think I can see him scoring well this weekend. Look, he's not got the worst floor. So even if those games are hard against Parramatta and Melbourne Storm, you know, I think you'll get 40 or 50 for you in those uh, rounds. So I I can actually get around the buy of Ruben Garrick this week. Um, Harry Grant... Uh, he's worth 802000 but Harry is a bloody legend. He's going to go off to Origin. It's a hard matchup this week, but I really don't think the matchup matters for Harry. Tunned up the last two weeks in a row. Um, people are bringing him in. It's probably, you know, are they selling Cook? He's not on the high list of selling, but um, he, people are going to have, you know, FOMO. Definitely, when you, of, of not having Harry, I, I understand why you want him. It's kind of like IPAP. He's the best in position, and you want him. I had him right from the start of the year, and I'm, I couldn't yeah, couldn't be happier. Scott Drinkwater, um, look, I said, you know, if you're getting rid of a premium like Paps and you're going across to a Drinkwater, maybe that's a little risky to me because I just don't see him in that high echelon. I know the scores have started really well for, um, he, you know, for, for Drink. He updated nicely last week to 74. Um, look, he's got the West Tigers this week, which is a really lovely matchup, I think, in this round. But just remember, he goes off into the Melbourne Storm and the Penrith Panthers, but he will play round 13. He's playing against the Gold Coast Titans. So it's not the worst, but just remember, it's, you know, I just think he's a tier below Teddy Turbo Paps, in my opinion. And that's if you're picking him in the fullback position. If you're going into 5-8, I don't mind it. Um, Cameron Munster. Ninth on the list, uh, you know, 2% of people bringing in Mad Dog. He's having a great, great year. Um, I don't know, are people getting sick of Cody and bringing him in? I, I've got Cody and I've got Munster. Munster's been fantastic. He's, you know, hasn't, he had a 133 this year and everything else has been great. A 74, a 121, an 84, 96, a 110, a 74, a 130. Mad Dog having some sort of year. So, Yes, he's going to go off to Origin. It's a tough matchup this week, you know, but I think people are just wanting him in their team. Um, Joseph Sawali, he's 10th on the list. 1.8% of people are bringing him in. Nine, minus 14 break even. Um, it makes sense to me. He's, I think he's bolted onto that team on the wing. You know, he scored, uh, you know, well last week with 86 with a couple of tries. I think the Roosters are improving. I think it's gonna they're going to get the ball out to these wingers for tries. Um, it's a couple of hard games, though. Parramatta and Penrith Panthers. Um, you could bring him in a little, little later, but, you know, what's the break even? Minus 14. It makes sense to bring him in. I don't know if he's a strong play, if you've got better uh, options, but, you know, I think he's getting better every week, personally. Um 
Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, all right, moving on to the VCs and Cs this week. I think the prime VC option is Turbo against the Broncos. An early game, I'm going to probably VC Turbo because I'm going to be bringing him in for Paps. I don't mind, uh, you know, a couple of uh, you know riskier type options in Cody Walker. I know he hasn't been setting the world alight. He's the captain, um, and look, you can get a little bit risky when it comes to a VC on someone who has a ceiling, and Cody certainly does have a ceiling, um, but that's risky. Um, Cook is another option. He hasn't been as good as we hoped. Cook, you know, inconsistent. You know, we haven't seen him running like he was earlier uh, in the year, but. You know, no Murray in the team. You think that these two guys are going to step up. And if you're not going to be a turbo owner, you know, maybe you go, um, you know, take a risk on one of these Rabbitohs. Um, look, there's some risky captains. Obviously, the Melbourne Storm are playing the Penrith Panthers. And I think that Cleary and Munster, you could think about them as a VC. No, Cleary was abnormally low scoring last week. But I just think that they cancel each other out. And actually, we'll throw Grant in there as well. Um, as risky options because it's top of the table clash. They're both awesome, and I think they'll probably cancel each other out. Out of all of them, probably Grant, because I think in the dummy half position, he's still going to run, he's still going to make tackles, you know, but he's, I don't know if he's going to turn up. You've got to go someone who's got a bit of a ceiling if you're going to go for a VC, and they all have that in them. I just, you know, I would probably you know, steer clear personally. Um, captains, I think this week, Hines is a great option in fullback with that good matchup against the Raiders. Look, the matchup's not easy for Teddy, but I think he's matchup proof and he's just sensational. He's looked really great the last couple of weeks. So, um, look, I would probably preference Hines uh, over Teddy, but I think he's a fair option. Look, they were great last week, the Eels, and they don't mind, um, you know, these hard matchups. I just think that Teddy is. You know, he's the heart and soul of that team. He's a try-up. And I think you could come up with worse options uh, than, you know, Teddy in that uh, captain spot. Uh, also, you know, people are bringing in drink water, and I don't think it's a bad matchup there for um, the Cowboys to finish the round. I think he's a good option. He's been setting the world on fire, and the West Tigers is a light matchup. So I think he could turn up as well this week. So those are my top uh, options. Hines, Teddy, or drink water um, for captain this week. You may or may not agree with me, but that's my uh, my opinions. Uh, hopefully you get something out of this, guys. Um, some big news, obviously, with those outs in premium players like Cameron Murray and Pappenhausen. It's going to make it interesting what people do this week. I'm going to be at Magic Round all week, watching all weekend, watching all the games. I'll be on the Sherbets. I'll be there with friends. You all know what Ado looks like. So come up and say hi to me at the game. I'll be there and we'll take a selfie and have a beer or whatever. It'll be nice. Um because it's going to be a ripping weekend. I mean, obviously it says it's going to hammer down rain, but, you know, I've got a raincoat. We'll all have fun. Um, you know, and that's one thing we probably should take into account as well in captains and uh, vice captains. You know, you could go maybe a IPAP or, a you know, someone who's going to be, you know, those base type players in the wet. Uh, yeah, that's probably something you could consider as well if it's absolutely shagging down. But thanks for listening, guys. TLT Podcast. We'll talk to you again soon. I tell myself you don't mean a thing And what we got got no hold on me When you're not there I just crumble I tell
tell myself I don't care that much But I feel like I die Till I feel your touch Only love Only love can hurt like this Only love can hurt like this Must have been a deadly kiss 